Alpha was late. <laughs> I didn't know what that was rude. I am on time. Okay. You were not on time. To, you know what? You were supposed to do this yesterday and someone flaked, so just saying. Um, I don't think that's correct, but sure, we'll go with that. It Good morning. Correct. Good morning. How are you? Um, I'm fine. I didn't do my hair today. Yeah, I, we can we can tell, but we didn't, didn't want to do say my hair. It. But it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you, no, no, maybe that's okay. That's okay. We digress. You look How great. are you? I am good. I haven't had my coffee, so. Oh, well, that's. I know. Oh. And okay. Okay. I have water. That's better than coffee. Science it's, says. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> as good. It doesn't make me as happy as coffee does. That's fair. Coffee makes me really happy. Okay, anyways. What are we doing this week? This week, we are on season one, episode seven. The one with the blackout. Which last week Josh was very excited for this week, so I love this episode. Um, it was directed by Pamela Fryman, written by Marta Kaufman, David Crane, and Ira Ungerleiter. <laughs> I was waiting for you to see how you were going to pronounce that yeah. name. <laughs> I don't know if that's right, but uh, that's what we're going to go with. If you're cool. listening and you want to correct me, that's fine. Ira, if you're listening, please correct <laughs> us. Uh, it was. Uh, executive produced by Kevin Bright and David Crane, and it was aired on November 3rd, 1994. I don't know why that's scary, but... (laughs) I was like, it's not a scary vibe, but that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. All right, so welcome. We are a DNC podcast. We are a Friends Rewatch podcast hosted by two friends who have been friends for too long. I I I said friends. I feel like I said friends a lot in that sentence, so... But it's also a Friends Rewatch podcast by two friends of Friends. Yeah. So See, we've been friends for too long. (laughs) Too much. Too much. I am your one of your hosts, Allison, and this is Josh. Hi. (laughs) Do you want to tell them where you can find us or do you want me to do the things? Uh you can find us at DNC (laughs) Cast. Nope, nope. I'm not gonna take over. Okay. So I did put him on the spot for that one, but um, you, you can find us on Instagram sure. and TikTok. <laughs> Our handle is DNC Podcasts, That's or you can send us an email at dncasts at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's our great email. It's it's really great. But Allison, yeah, you can ask- I want to give you a shout out because oh. Allison has been handling all of our social media platforms. I don't do any of that, literally. Ask Allison. I do none of it. He doesn't. Um, okay. I just make little comments. <laughs> but Allison handles all of that. So if you guys like the new style or new format that we're going down, that's all Allison. So clap, 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 clap. Well, clap, thank clap. you. Not a clap, clap, clap. <laughs> I give you a clap, 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 clap. Clap. I appreciate it. Clap. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. What's our synopsis? <laughs> It's a really great one. Okay. Um, the blackout. It's uh, where the entire city of New York. That was weird. New York City goes out. And Chandler's stuck at the bank with a secret person. And I don't know what else happens. The rest of the friends are stuck at the apartment. Thank you. Allison did not make a synopsis, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, so this is why we do not have one. <laughs> 
And this is why synopsis are important because on the fly, I don't know what happens, even though I just watched the episode like five, like five minutes it's ago. All right. It's all right. All right. We'll Let's forgive get... you just this once. That's so sweet of you. You've definitely forgot one too. So it's we digress. Yeah, but we don't forget. <laughs> they do. They forgive and they forget. False. Okay. We're going to start. We're going to We're going to get in there. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we start at Central Perk with Phoebe on stage, which Josh pointed out this was the first time we're seeing her perform. So for anyone who doesn't know, she plays guitar, acoustic guitar, and she sings. She writes her – is it acoustic? No? Yeah, I it is. I have no idea. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I only yeah. know, like, two guitars, like, electric and the wood one. That's acoustic. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yes, acoustic. I'm not a band person. I played the flute for um, crying out loud. I'm... <laughs> Um, and she writes all her own songs you'll hear a lot of them throughout the series but yeah she's her does her own little performing so she's performing she performed at central perk and she was all ready to perform and rachel introduced her to the crowd uh joey monica and ross are clapping and excited and then phoebe says her song she's about to sing is about what happens when you suddenly realize what life is about (laughs) <laughs> her songs are very meaningful yeah. and, <laughs> and then the power goes out dun, dun, dun. That, it actually made that noise. sound so <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to chandler who is stuck at the bank and is stuck in a vestibule with a woman and vestibule is actually what it's called so. yeah i don't what's like what is that? Like, why is it inside? Is it just to, like, protect from the elements? Because, like, when I just go to an ATM, they're just outside. Maybe. Like, why do you need a vestibule? I know some banks have them, but I don't know why. Like, how do you get in it? Oh, is it maybe. To everybody? No, you have to typically use your bank card. But maybe it's so you oh. can get money out without feeling like someone's going to come by and rob you. I mean, they can rob you you when you're walking to your car, but (laughs) in the moment you're pulling... (laughs) You step outside and they rob you. (laughs) Yeah, but maybe if you see someone out there, you're like, oh, I'm not going to go out right now. I just pulled out like $8,000, so. Because people do that Mm. regularly. They pull out that kind of cash from the ATM. This is true. The Target halls are not not cheap. No, you got to use the cash, too. Got to use the cash. (laughs) All right, so then we cut to the beginning credits. Which have scenes, I think, from season one. I think. Is that right? All right. So then we head back to Monica's apartment. And she is on the phone with her mom. And says the power is out in most of New York. And then she mentions that she was wearing pants and a sweater. Why, mom? Who am I going to meet in a blackout? Power company guys? Eligible looters? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone who's just outside needs somewhere to go. Is this blackout real? Because I know there was like a big blackout in New York. I don't remember when. But like, is that real? Is this a real blackout? I didn't ask. I didn't Google that. But since they weren't actually filmed in New York, I'm going to say no. But maybe a blackout did happen on this. I don't know. They happen often. So I just. Yeah, but also like in California, we get blackouts all the time. We don't make an episode about it. Is that weird? Like, we don't we don't really, like, the news doesn't really inform us. Like, oh, California has a blackout. It's like, yeah, well, we always have blackouts. I, if, not if, if the entire city of San Francisco went down, they wouldn't announce it on your, like, they wouldn't talk about it on the news. 
Okay, I guess they would. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> Not just okay, you, little. If my street went out, I don't think anyone's going to care. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people would care. But if the entire city all went black, then people are going to be like, hmm, I'm questioning it. That's true. Okay, that's fair. Continue. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then Phoebe asked to borrow the phone to call her grandma and asked what her phone number is because she never calls herself, so she doesn't know it. I don't know any phone numbers anymore. So now what that, am I? Now that I, everything's saved on the phone, I don't ever remember, like, I remember my old house number, oh, same. and that's it. And I don't remember anybody's phone number. I think yours. I remember yours. I remember your phone Oh, number. wow. I don't know yours. I'm not going to lie to you. Great. Thank you. <laughs> well, in, in your defense, your number has been the same since I've met you. My numbers yes. changed when I moved up here. Oh, gotcha. So I, I don't change it. I've kept it the same. I only know my mom's number by heart. That's fair. Yeah. I don't. So if I'm, like, trapped here in North Carolina, I'm going to call my mom in California and be like, Mom? I need gas. I need you. <laughs> I need snacks. <laughs> and she would just Wait, figure. You don't know your brother's number who lives in the same state as you do? Mm-mm. It's all right. I ha- he's in right. my phone. He's in there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's important just to know one person's phone number. And even though my mom won't answer, like, numbers she doesn't know. So maybe she's not the best person to call in a time of need. <laughs> I don't sorry, either. I just like, sorry, mom. I'm just like, who is this? Click. Oh, same. <laughs> yeah, you have to leave me a voicemail, and then maybe I'll call you back. Yeah, if it's but important, you leave a voicemail. Yeah, don't ever leave me a voicemail, but leave so, me a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> so really, the chances of me actually calling you back are very slim. So don't let me be your emergency contact. No, no. But, if it, remember that like that thing that everyone says like, oh, if you only had one phone call you can make, otherwise you would die. Yeah. Who would you call? I would not call you. Please don't. I don't want to be that person. I would never I call answer. you. You know who I would call? My cousin Cassie, because she's always on her phone and she answers within like the second ring. And I'm just like, yes. She's the good you. one. You call she's her. She's the man. good one. I'll give you her number. So if okay. you ever have to make a decision, you can call her. Call her like, hey, Cassie, I know we don't really. I've met you. I know you, but you're in my life. You answered. Now. You saved my yeah. life. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right, so then we are back at the bank. Sorry, Lilo got caught on my microphone and everything shifted and I got lost. That's <laughs> all right. I forgive Lilo. Um, he forgives you. She says thank you. All right, so then we head back to the bank where Chandler is stuck and realizes oh. the woman he is stuck with is a Victoria's Secret model, Jill Goodacre. Fun fact, she plays herself. She's actually Jill Goodacre in real life. And she was one of the Victoria's Secret models, main models in the late 80s and early 90s. Oh. So she was actually a model at that time. Like, she plays who she is. So Wait, cool. did they say Victoria's Secret or did they just yeah. say model? Oh, they did. Oh. He says Victor- Chandler knows it's Victoria's Secret model. Oh, like back in its heyday with like the Heidi's and the Naomi's and the mm-hmm. Tyra's. Oh, I do love Tyra. Yeah. I do love Tyra. She was with all I of liked her. her show, Tyra. Tyra but- What's it just called, her talk show, Tyra? Oh, I don't think I ever watched it. Oh, I loved it. It was so good. I watched, um, what other show she had? The model show. America's Next Top Model. Yeah, I watched that show. Do you want to be on top? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, 
That was really great. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So then we are back at Monica's apartment and Joey walks in with a menorah and all the seven candles are lit. If you didn't know, a menorah is used in the religious rituals of Judaism. Is it an eight? Okay, but he only had, I counted seven on his. Oh, he only had so. seven? I was like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. it's eight candles. My yeah, boyfriend but, is Jewish and I'm pretty sure it's eight. <laughs> but he only had seven lit. So I counted mm-hmm. seven. But that could have been a mistake on their part. Okay. All right. I don't know. And then I'm very jealous of your coffee you're drinking right now, by the way. Just oh, it's really good. Okay. Anyways. And then Monica, Phoebe, Rachel, and Ross are all at Monica's apartment as well. And Ross says that tonight's blackout will be officiated by Rabbi Tribbiani. <laughs> Joey explains that Chandler's last roommate was Jewish. And those are the only candles they have. So happy Hanukkah, everyone. <laughs> And then Phoebe is looking out of the window and says, ugly naked guy across the street lit a bunch of candles and everyone goes to the window to see. Uh, uh, words are hard. Back at the mm. bank, Chandler is thinking to himself that they've been there for 14 minutes and he hasn't said a word to her yet. Jill asks Chandler if he would like to call anyone and in his head he thinks, yes, he would like to call about 300 guys that he went to <laughs> high school with. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much just tell everyone that he's stuck with yeah. the Victoria's Secret model. I forgot yeah. this episode is a lot of, of him talking to himself. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he, that's so funny. He doesn't talk to Joe a lot because he gets nervous, but he has a lot of inner dialogue. I'm sorry. If I got stuck in an ATM vestibule with a supermodel, man or woman, I would be, like, and I recognize them. That's also the most important part. Like, you, you can be attractive, great, but if I recognize you and you're a supermodel... I would, like, panic, too. And I would yeah. call... I mean, we established that. I don't know anyone's phone number. So <laughs> I, so, really, uh, I would call, call you because I know yours uh, and Kathy. But other than that, like, I wouldn't know who to call. So I would just be like, can I just get a picture with you, Kate? Thanks. <laughs> but you don't have a phone in 19... 19- well, I guess it would be now. But yeah, you did. It would be now, you weirdo. Well, then you have everybody's phone number because you have your but phone. But what if the cell towers go down? Then how is she going to They have a have satellite a phone. phone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about this. Clearly. but <laughs> uh, So he grabs the phone and calls Monica's apartment. Monica Andler answers, and Chandler is trying to tell her that he is stuck in an ATM with Jill Goodacre. I don't really know how to explain how he's talking to her, but he's trying to have it to where Jill doesn't understand what he's saying, but to have the other I, person I think on I the can end. give it a shot. All right, you go. <laughs> so Chandler is on the phone talking to her. And like Allison said, he doesn't want her to know. So he's like, I'm trapped in an with Jill That was actually pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah. So he does that. Yeah. So that's what he says when he's talking to Monica. And Monica doesn't understand what he's saying. So he says to put Joey on. And he does, says the same thing in the same words to Joey, and Joey understands. Yeah. <laughs> he understood right away, and then does the same thing back to him, saying something that I don't know what he said. I couldn't make out what Joey said. Yeah. <laughs> Not even my subtitles can make out. It says, yeah. I think it said, like, inaudible noise or something. Mine says mumbling. Mine's, like, mumbling. I'm like, but what is he mumbling? <laughs> yeah, but also, like, why wouldn't he just talk back normally? <laughs> Because it's Joey. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever he says, Chandler responds, yeah, like that didn't cross my mind. <laughs> uh, 
And then back at Monica's apartment, they're sitting in her living room by candlelight. Very romantic. Talking mm-hmm. about the weirdest place they've had sex. Monica- romantic? They have no power. <laughs> the candlelight? You're sitting by candlelight. Duh. With your friends. Can't- listen, listen. It was romantic looking, okay? Okay. All right. I'll give you the romance. <laughs> Let me have my romance. <laughs> Monica's was senior year on a college pool table. Ross proudly says, that's my sister. (laughs) Joey is in the woman's, was when he was in the woman's room on the second floor of the New York City library. And Monica asked what he was doing in a library. (laughs) Uh, Phoebe Phoebe just says, Milwaukee. (laughs) It's the weirdest place you've had said the whole state. Milwaukee, that was it. (laughs) Ross. State? Is it a state? No, it's a city it's a city <laughs> i only know from bridesmaids oh you're from milwaukee hold on i'm gonna it's definitely <laughs> a city i just I'll don't know it <laughs> maybe that would have been a little fun fact but keep you on your toes make sure you do some <laughs> wisconsin uh i knew it was a city somewhere wisconsin wisconsin <laughs> audience just in case you were curious <laughs> In case they didn't know where Milwaukee was. <laughs> hey, not <laughs> everybody does. <laughs> and then Ross answers, the weirdest place he had sex was at Disneyland 1989 on It's a Small World. So It's a Small World is a cre- creepy ride. Not yes, even de- <laughs> with full of children. Yes. And Robotic he said the, children. Yes. They had sex right behind the mechanical Dutch children. <laughs> when they fixed the ride, they were asked never to return to the Magic Kingdom. If someone told, okay, I love Disneyland. If if that happened to me and someone told me I can never return, I think I would be devastated. Well, don't have sex on is a small world. Okay, fine. <laughs> I know that's gonna be really hard. It's gonna be really hard. But <laughs> um, I was thinking about, like, I realized that all the times I've been to Disneyland, I've never had a ride broke on me before, ever. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I did at Disney World because it was at Epcot. I think the ride was called, like, Fast Track or something. It's, like, a racing car ride. And because it didn't necessarily break, it mm. shut down every time it rained. And because we were in Florida, it rained every mm. 10 seconds. We were constantly getting told, the ride is not, like, the ride is run into issues. You can leave the line if you want. But we expect, you know, that message. Yeah. And that was really the only time, but I've never actually, same, I've never been on a ride and it broke down. Which is crazy because I feel like. Sounds terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Especially if they're, I was thinking about like if it's um, the Pirates of the Caribbean one where it's all dark in there. But also how does, how does, it's a small world break down. It's on a, it's on water. It's a boat. It's a little, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the... It looks like the animatronics break, but, like, how does that break down? And then, like, have you ever stuck your hand out and stopped the boat? No, they say keep your hand inside the vehicle at all times. We know it, Alice. I'm a rebel. (laughs) So sometimes you can can grab the wall and stop the boat from moving. I feel like they would yell at me, and I don't want to do that. That's how you get... (laughs) That's how you get banned from the Magic Kingdom. These are true statements. Maybe I should stop doing that. Do you want to be banned from there? I do not. And stop doing that. Um, Rachel says hers was the foot of the bed. Joey responds, we have a winner, and points to Rachel. (laughs) And then um, Rachel and Ross are sitting on the floor talking to each other, and she mentions that she's never had a relationship with the kind of passion where you have 
where you have to have somebody right there in the middle of a theme park. Ross responds saying it was the only thing that didn't have a line. He's not wrong. Disneyland it's always a small has world is is a small world never has a line. And it's, it's the ride you go on when you're so tired from walking and you need to sit down for at least 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> you just close your eyes and sit down. You're like, oh, this is nice. And it's enchanted. I've definitely, so I've definitely taken a nap on that ride. <laughs> it really is the ride you go to when you need a break. Yeah, it's because, you know, like by that point, you're just like, I hate my life. <laughs> sit down for five seconds. And the ride does like move like the line. If it, there's a line, it moves very quickly because you just fill out people on a boat. Yeah, and you don't get wet, because, like, Pirates of the Caribbean is the same way, where you can just sit there and relax, but you have a possibility of getting wet. Oh, yeah. And that line is always long, though. That line is always long, and it's hot in there. Stupid long. But it's also a fun ride, so I don't want to, like, close my eyes on that ride, because I enjoy it. (sighs) Clearly, I need to go to Disneyland again. We do. I feel like you were just there, but that's my difference. I was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Rachel then says Barry would never even kiss her on the miniature golf course because they were holding up the people behind them. Ross says, and you didn't marry him because (laughs) he's such a great guy. (laughs) Rachel asks if she thinks there are people that go through life without ever having that kind of passion. Ross's passion is overrated, eventually burns out, but hopefully what you are left with is trust and security. And in this case of why... In the case of something, my ex-wife lesbianism. I have no idea what I was trying to say there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much Ross was had trust, security, and his wife had lesbianism in his previous marriage. Yeah. Passion. Uh, Rachel starts to get up and he says, but I don't think that's going to be you. He sees big passion in her future. Rachel says, you're so great, and rubs his head. <laughs> <laughs> Ross is just trying to be so romantic and Rachel's just like... You're the best. If someone I like liked said that to me, it like did that to me, I would be like, I would feel so defeated. And then gets up and just rubs your head. Not even yeah. a hug. Just like, um, good job. <laughs> uh, Joey is sitting in the chair playing with the candle and tells Ross it's never going to happen. Ross starts looking at him startled, says, what? He then awkward chuckles and says, why not? Joey says because he's way too long and now he's in the friend zone. Ross says, no, no, I'm not in the zone. <laughs> Joey says he's the mayor of the zone. <laughs> and <laughs> Ross is laying the groundwork. Oh, I miss no. Nope. Ross is laying the groundwork, and every day he gets a little bit closer to Joey's priesthood. <laughs> <laughs> Joey explains that Rachel has no idea what he was thinking, and if he doesn't ask her out soon, he's going to end up in the zone forever. Ross says he's waiting for the right moment. And Joey stares at him and he says, what, now? It's it's a a romantic setting. The power's out, the candlelight. You did say it was romantic because of all the candles. And then Joey says, and he's like, why not? The wine, the candles, the moonlight. Joey knows what's up. Just saying. You just have to go to her and you got to say, look, Rachel, I think. Ross says, shh, and Rachel walks out of the bathroom. Rachel asks, why are we shushing, shushing, shushing? That's a hard word to say. And Ross says, because they're trying to hear something. Uh, Rachel asks, what? And Ross responds saying, you don't, you don't hear that? And they stand there in quiet and Rachel says, ah. But she, <laughs> she hears the sound that they were talking about that didn't really exist. <laughs> 
And then we go back to the bank with Chandler and Jill, and she offers him a piece of gum, and Chandler asks if it's sugarless. <laughs> He's <Gross>. asked that. <laughs> you don't like the sugar-free gum? No. I don't really like sugar-free anything, to be honest. No, yeah. I think it's also bad for you. It is. The sugar they use instead is ooh, bad for you. Yeah. Technical difficulties, guys. Sorry. Allison dropped her headphones, y'all. It did. It just fell out of my ear. Just fell out. <laughs> and then, um, so he is then asking himself why he said it. Jill Goodacre offers you gum, you take it. If she offers you mangled animal carcass, you take it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much whatever, anything she says, you agree. And then back at Monica's apartment, Phoebe is playing on the guitar and Rachel and Monica are on the balcony. Monica walks inside and Ross tells Joey that he's going to do it. He's ready. Joey asks if he needs help, and he responds, if you come out there, you're a dead man. (laughs) (laughs) Ross goes outside, and Monica is coming out of her bedroom wearing a jacket and says she's going back outside. Joey stops her and says she can't go out there. Monica asks why not, and on the fly, Joey says that he is planning her birthday party, and she better (laughs) act surprised. (laughs) So... Ross went outside to talk to Rachel about Monica's surprise birthday party. (laughs) Phoebe walks in asking, what surprise party? And Monica says, oh, stop it. Joey already told me. And Phoebe says, he didn't tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Joey looks at her and says, don't look at me. That's a Ross thing. (laughs) (laughs) He's really quick at lying. I will say that. Like, his lies may not be the best, but he's very (laughs) fast at it. They come in quick. Me, I'd sit there for like 10 minutes and be like, uh, don't yeah, go outside I know. because I, I don't know why you should go out there. Just don't do it. I mean, I freaking asked you not to, to cover for me while I sneeze and you stared at me for 30 <laughs> seconds. I'm not good at lying on the spot or in general <laughs> or thinking fastly. <laughs> like, mm, not my thing, guys. It's, it's okay. Um, Phoebe is upset that she was last to find out and says, this is so typical. I'm the last to know everything. Monica disagrees and says, we tell you stuff. Phoebe says she was last to know when Chandler got hit by the peacock, by, by the peacock at the zoo. She was the last to know that Monica had a crush on Joey when he was moving in. Joey responds, what? And Phoebe says, well, it looks like I was second to last. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel and Ross are on the patio looking at the sky, looking at the moonlight. And Ross says he has a question. Well, not so much a question, but more of a general wondering. He is clearly nervous and then says, for a while now, I've been wanting to, um, and Rachel goes, oh, very like in a very sweet and then says, look at the little orange kitty. Well, she didn't say orange. She just said kitty. I said he was a fluffy (laughs) orange tabby. I don't know cats like that. I think I know like the Siamese cats. Oh, they're beautiful. Yeah. And, uh. Scottish fold because they sit down like humans and it's so cute. <laughs> Other than that, I don't know cats like that. I think did it's you Google like, it or did you know? I work with cats every day. Oh. So, mm. you, so fun You're fact, smart. Josh doesn't know what I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't – you don't know what I do. This is true. I know he just works for Apple. I don't know exactly what. I know you work for the SPCA. ASPCA. <laughs> animals. Yes. You work with animals. But there you go. I don't so, know what yeah, you actually we do. We know the basics, but anything other than that, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's Josh doing now? I'm like, I, um, Apple? I don't know. 
He's good. Apple doing things for them, fixing phones. Everyone I don't thinks know. I just fix stuff all day. That's well, that's not what I do. That's the, <laughs> he's a little bit more important than that, guys. Just a tad. <laughs> um, and then the cat then jumps on Ross's back and he screams. Inside the apartment, Phoebe is playing guitar and they are singing Top of the World by the Carpenters. The Carpenters. Um, in the background, you see Ross trying to get the cat off, pacing the patio, and Rachel is trying to help. He's literally Top like freaking out. <laughs> okay. Looking down on creation. I don't know the words, but I think it's but like. That was. I don't know the words either, but. Down on creation. So. <laughs> I just know it's a very stereotypical <laughs> song yeah. that like happy people sing, and I'm just like, no one's this happy. <laughs> this is false. <laughs> it's the ha- when people want to be happy and pretend they're happy. Yeah. Like, oh, let's sing this now. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we are back in the apartment, and Rachel is now holding the cat, and Monica is helping clean Ross's cat wounds. If you don't clean a cat wound, you get cat scratch fever. Fun fact, guys. What and the that's heck a really, is that? I don't know. It's it can turn be into pretty a cat? bad. Yeah, they scratch you, and then you immediately have their, I don't know, something to become a cat. Oh. Interesting. She works with animals, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully not yours. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, rude. Anyways, uh, Phoebe says they should find the cat owners. And Ross says, why don't they just put him out in the hallway? Rachel says, during a blackout, she'll get trampled. And Ross says, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly doesn't care about this cat. <laughs> he does not. I'm sorry, if a cat scratched the heck out of me, I wouldn't care about the cat either. <laughs> he just was showing love in not the right way, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> uh, back at the bank, Chandler says to Jill that gum would be perfection. Because I don't, I guess we jumped back and forth that Jill offered him gum. He asked for sugarless. And then he said, actually, gum would be perfection. phoebe and rachel are holding back at the apartment phoebe and rachel are holding a candle walking down the hallway and we're going to a knock on apartment six but then rachel remembered that they hate all living things the melmans or the mel melmans or something like that they hate all living things (laughs) did they say their name or do you just yeah they say their name the melmans oh i guess i missed that part okay oops you know what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they knock on a door of, and an older gentleman answers um i don't think we learned this episode but we learned later on that his name is mr heckles or that's what they call him mm-hmm. um he is played by larry hankin and he played in a lot of other tv shows and movies. he did um yeah. i think i remember him um if you did you ever watch billy madison the adam sandler yeah. movie yeah he was one of the executives and in the very end he's the one who takes over the company for adam sandler like he appoints oh. him at the end um love him i think he's such a good actor yeah i love him and i love him in friends he's so funny he was good um but yeah he was in a lot of things so i was like well you're just well known um, and then when he answers, Rachel says they found this cat and are looking for the owners. He responds, um, yeah, he's mine. <laughs> Phoebe is holding the cat and the start- cat starts tr- uh, freaking out, trying to get out of her arms. And she says, are you sure? He seems to hate you. He says, yeah, it's my cat. Give me my cat. But he's also very <laughs> monotone when he says it and just very like, that's my cat. 
Yeah, it's my cat. Give me my cat. Phoebe <laughs> asks, what's the cat's name? And he responds, Bob Buttons. And, <laughs> and says, here, Bob Buttons. The cat jumps out of Phoebe's arm and says to the neighbor that he is a very bad man. He says, <laughs> he responds, you owe me a cat. <laughs> Rachel is walking around the hallway with a candle looking for the cat. She's hunched over calling kitty here, kitty. Um, and then she reaches a man who is holding said kitty. She faces who is said man. Yeah. She faces him and says hi, and he responds, "Buonasera." <laughs> <laughs> I tried, guys. <laughs> Buonasera. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just say it then? Without... I wanted to see you say it. <laughs> I'm not Italian. I am Mexican, so I just added a little Mexican accent to it. So if that's wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Pretty much, you said good evening in Italian, <laughs> and she responds, "Wow!" and blows out her candle. Uh, so this man we meet is Paolo. Paolo. He is played by Cosimo Fusco. Mm. And he also plays in a good amount of other TV shows and movies, none of which I know of. But Are I they think like they're Italian shows yeah. and movies? Oh, yeah. okay. Because he was born from Italy. He was born in Italy. Oh, so he probably really doesn't speak that good English. Yeah. Interesting. So. I was like, hmm. And then we are back at Monica's apartment. Ross, Joey, and Monica are playing Monopoly. I hate Monopoly. Hate I love it. Monopoly. I think it takes so long <laughs> for no reason. The game can go on for like three hours, and you're just buying these little houses. Yeah, because you got to monopolize the board, Allison. The whole I don't game. want to monopolize anything because <laughs> it's a silly game. No it's offense, to like Monopoly guys. <laughs> if you're the uh, owner of Monopoly, we're sorry. I love your game. <laughs> it's not your, it's not you. It's your game. I would say though that you're not like, other than 13, which is a card game, if anyone's curious, like you don't really like playing any other games. I even tried playing, playing Friends Trivia Pursuit with you and you still didn't want to play that. Board I'm games? Also, I'm also very competitive and I don't make games fun. <laughs> At least he recognizes the issue and um, is honest about it. <laughs> and I have like so my thing with movies and like TV shows is I remember the weirdest stuff. I don't remember everything in school, but I remember everything that I watched like a TV show or a movie and I usually only have to see it like one time. One time. And, and you'll I be able to like give everything. you quotes everything. So playing So you can imagine sorta. friends seen it. <laughs> Something that What's I watch it? every single night. I know like everything really fast. Allison knows it, but it takes her a second. It takes me a minute to think about it. Again, that whole just... that whole fast thinking on the spot is not my thing. <laughs> I need a I will to challenge process. anyone to a game of friends seen it. Ooh. Every listener here, if you are a big friends fan, we can and make you can it do work. Friends seen it. Let's play. We can do it. We could do it let's like do it. the episode. Um, Never mind, guys. Never mind. The one with the trivia? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It could be like that. And I will be the host, of course. Yeah, because you would never... Well, 
we don't want to give too much away. We don't want to give too much away what we're doing for we'll that wait. episode. We'll... That episode's going to be really fun. <laughs> it will be. All right. <laughs> so then we... I don't know where we are. I'm sorry. Okay, so back in Monopoly, they're playing Monopoly. He, Rachel goes back to the apartment and introduces them to Paolo. I enjoy saying his name. Um, he <laughs> speaks Italian to them, and Rachel says he doesn't speak much English. And so they go through introducing him to everyone, and every time he meets someone, Monica is just going, hi. 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 <laughs> She's alone. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ross asks where Paolo came from. Rachel says, oh, I, Italy, I think. And Ross says, no, I mean tonight in the building, suddenly into our lives. <laughs> Rachel explains the cat turned out to be Paolo's cat. Rachel, Ross says, oh, that's funny. And tells Joey and Rachel and tells Joey that Rachel keeps touching him. She's like rubbing his <laughs> arm the entire time. He's a stranger. He's yeah, literally a stranger they brought back into the apartment. That doesn't speak English. That doesn't speak English. They and weren't worried. Irresponsible with pets. They weren't worried about murderers back then. Okay. Oh, this is so nineties. You guys had the worst murderers back then. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel didn't know about them. She was like, "This guy, he's not a murderer." <laughs> and then <clears throat> Phoebe walks in and says, "I've looked all over the building, and I couldn't find the kitty anywhere." Rachel says she found him. It was Paulo's cat. Phoebe says, "There you go." Last to know again, and I'm guessing since nobody told me, is this Paulo? <laughs> I'm only laughing because in her notes it says, Oh, this is Paolo's cart. <laughs> <laughs> Not cat, cart. <laughs> it's his cart, guys. Just in case anybody didn't know, he also had a cart that we're just learning about now. <laughs> just let me live my life. <laughs> he introduces himself to Phoebe and speaks Italian, and Phoebe just smiles and says, you betcha. Back at the bank, Chandler wants... Uh, I have no idea what I'm trying to say. Oh, back at the bank, Chandler asks, like, is thinking again to himself what to do next and thinks to blow a bubble. It's got a boyish charm. It's impish. I don't know what impish means. I don't either. I, I mean, meant I'll to Google look it, it up. I'll, I'll look it up while you're doing the thing. Okay. Um, so he tries to blow a bubble, but spits the gum out instead. And it bounces off like the little glass on the wall and then hits the table. <laughs> um, really quick. Impish. Inclined to do slightly naughty things for fun. Mischievous. <laughs> so okay. Blowing a bubble is slightly naughty fun. That's weird, but all right, I'll give you that if you want that. I'm not here to yuck your yum. <laughs> so after he spits the gum out, he tries to act cool and just grabs the gum and puts it back in his mouth. Ugh. He, But it also shows there's like five pieces of gum just on. The, and it's a counter where you write your little deposit pages at the bank. Slip, yeah. Yeah, slip. And there's just like five pieces of chewed up gum just on that counter. I'm like, Why? <laughs> Do people not stick underneath anymore like they used to? Well, that was bad. Yeah, it's very weird. Also, if if you didn't, like, if you're just listening for, like, audio and not actually watching the show, which is totally fine, the bank is dirty. Like, the bank looks run down, like, gray, dirty. There's, like, trash everywhere. Like, this is not a clean bank. So Mm -hmm. he picked up gum off the counter of a dirty bank. Yep, and then just put it back in his mouth. 
And then he realizes he is chewing someone else's gum. <laughs> oh my he starts God, chewing awful. and he's like, this isn't mine. <laughs> Once he realizes that, he starts choking on the gum. Uh, Joe gets up and does the Heimlich maneuver and he spits the gum out. Fun fact. I don't know how to do the Heimlich. So, I don't either. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I'm getting a little choked up here. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I was eating a Big Mac once back in the day. This was like 10 years ago. And <laughs> I was talking to my brother and his friend. What are you doing? <laughs> what is hat. The- <laughs> he just put a hat on <laughs> for no reason. It's my brother-in-law's hat. And my hair was bothering me. So I'm going to rock it for the rest of the video. <laughs> It's throwing me Sorry, off a little bit. Sorry, your hamburger okay. story? Anyways, I was at home, and his friend was telling me a story, and it was actually, it was funny. And so I started choking on this Big Mac. So I took a bite, and then I was laughing, and then I started choking. <laughs> and apparently my face was turning blue, and Alan, my brother, did the Heimlich. And I got, wow. I, spit the, I spit the Big Mac out. We were friends then. Yeah. I didn't hear about this. Mm. I feel like you have. You just don't listen or don't Wait, remember everything. Was this Alan's cute friend? <clears throat> no. Liar. It it was his ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> so no. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a good story. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We'll also tell the story later in one of the episodes how you got hit by a car in elementary school <laughs> and still went to school. <laughs> it was in high school. Oh, it's still funny. <laughs> I don't know what episode we'll talk about that, but it'll come up. Yeah, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> um, he says, thank you. That was, and she responds, Perfection. <laughs> Um, back at the apartment, Phoebe and Rachel are looking out the window, speaking Italian, and Ross and Joey are in the Paolo kitchen. Paolo and Rachel are <laughs> looking out the window. <laughs> what did I say? Phoebe. <laughs> so yeah, Paolo and Rachel are looking out the window into the moonlight. And then Ross and Joey are in the kitchen mocking him. <laughs> because they're like grade school boys and they don't like him. Yeah. Rachel starts laughing, and Ross asks what's so funny, and she says, I have absolutely no idea. (laughs) Rachel is talking to Phoebe and Monica, asking, what is she doing? This is so not like her. And Monica responds, if you you don't want it, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Phoebe says she just wants to bite his bottom lip. Rachel explains that when Paolo smiled at her, those three seconds were more exciting than three weeks in Bermuda with Barry. Barry just sounds like a great guy. Yeah. Sorry, Barry. You're an orthodontist. That's all you had going for you. Pretty much. Yeah. Phoebe asked if uh, they rented mopeds when they were in Bermuda. That would have made it more fun. Yeah. I'm like, she's just trying to switch this up to learn what they did in Bermuda and... That's not what they were talking. They didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. And then Ross goes to Paulo and says, there's something you should know. He explains that Rachel and him are kind of a thing. Paulo asks if you have the sex. He says, no sex has to be had, but that's not the point. See, the point is that Rachel and I should be together. 
And if you get in the, Paulo says, in the bed, <laughs> Ross says, no, not where I'm going. If you get in the way of us being together, I would be very sad. <laughs> Ross says, do you know a little English? Paulo responds, a little. And Ross says, it asks if he knows the word crap weasel. Then says, no, that's funny. You're a huge crap weasel. <laughs> Back at the bank, Jill and Chandler are sitting on the floor playing a game is what I'm going to call it. Um, they have the pens that are attached to the counter and they're hanging down and they swing them and try not to get it to touch their heads and they move their heads to hit. Yeah. Just like what Josh is doing. If you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jill is good at it, but Chandler is not. He is just awkward about it. Um, yeah. And then back at the apartment, they are sitting in the living room, and the last candle is about to blow out. So they are starting to count down. Um, someone blows out the candle because the counting goes on for so long. Like they started at 50 something. Yeah, they start at 10, <laughs> and they go down, and it's still not blown out yet so phoebe just keeps counting and they get tired of her <laughs> counting so they just blow it out um someone says thank you and ross says it's kind of spooky without all the lights on and then someone does an evil laugh i don't know who does it and ross says he has the definite one definitive one and does an evil laugh and while he was doing it the lights flicker back on and balo and rachel are making out <laughs> Ross was very shocked by this. He was not very. happy. Uh, Joey goes up to Ross and says, this might not be the best time, but you have to throw a party for Monica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back at the bank, Jill says goodbye to Chandler. And once he leaves, he goes to the camera, says his account number and asks for a copy of the tape. Do you know your account number by no. heart? No. Also, my account number is like 15 digits long, and I'm pretty sure his is only like six. Yeah. I was like, I maybe know the last four of my debit card number, but that's it. Same. Like, yeah. Other than that, I have no idea. Yeah. These people who memorize their account number, their bank card number, everything, and I'm like, that seems a little obsessive. Yeah. You know, you can ha just look that up. Yeah, everything's in my phone. I don't need yeah. it. Yeah. I don't need it. <laughs> Also, I feel like if I memorize my bank card number, that's just a really bad game. Like a dangerous activity. It's like, it's like having Apple Pay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's also a terrible thing. Apple. It's not. <laughs> it's your money. <laughs> I hate now that everyone pretty much just offers Apple Pay, so I don't even have to, I can just buy things so quick now. You're like, ooh. Bing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to like, get up and get my card, think about it. It's just like, oh, I'll do this now. <laughs> yeah. And then we end scene with Bright, Kaufman, and Craner. Crate, not Craner. Craner. <laughs> I love this because, like, I love Phoebe's song. Oh, I was trying to look it up, like, the exact lyrics, but I'm going to just sing what I think I know. It's oh, like, yeah, the dairy. Uh, New York City is without power and the milk is getting sour. <laughs> But to me, this is not scary because I stay away from dairy. <laughs> That's actually the exact words. So, nice. is it? I don't. Yeah. I couldn't remember the exact words. I tried to look it up, and like it was giving me like every song. But like, and then she was na 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 na. It's so good. <laughs> and those are what her songs are about. They're just real life yeah, songs. Yeah, just so <laughs> random. So random. How did you feel about the episode? I love this episode, by the way. We learned that last week you loved it. But no, I really like this one. 
I think it's funny. Um, yeah, that's all I have. It's funny. Wow. That's great. <laughs> very deep, very deep thoughts. Um, <laughs> yeah. What about you? I love this episode. I think it's so funny. Um, as you know, Phoebe is one of my favorite characters, and I think she really, like, carried this episode with her little, like, quirky anecdotes. <laughs> I love I love that we got to meet Mr. Heckles. I hate Paolo, Paolo. but I'm happy we got to meet Paolo. Yeah. Um, I don't like him either. I don't like but... him either. No. Um, I thought it was really funny. So it's a it's a really good episode. And also, if, for those of you who are listening who were... I don't want to say alive in 1994 because me and Allison were definitely alive, but we could not <laughs> form our own thoughts yet. So <laughs> was there a blackout in New York in 94 or 93? Because I feel like maybe they did it the year prior. Oh, Let yeah. us know. I'm curious because I don't want to look that up because I'm sure New York's had a lot of blackouts. <laughs> so it'd be hard to find the specific one. Yeah, but let us know. Um, I want to know that because I was not aware of what was going on in 94. I didn't watch the news then. I, I didn't watch, watch the news, news now, but I didn't watch them then. <laughs> I definitely don't didn't watch it then. I barely watch the news now. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. Yeah. So All if right. you if you know, let us know. But yeah. yeah. Allison. Yes. Find find <laughs> us where. <laughs> that was a little aggressive, but okay. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to do Yoda and it didn't work. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and TikTok. Our uh, handle is D and C podcasts. Um, you can follow us, like our stuff, comment, send a DM, slide to our DMs, really do whatever you want. Um, or you can send us an email. We do just just check those regularly. I do. He I clear out the, the folder email. all the yeah. time. I check, I'm in charge of the emails. Allison's in charge of all social media. Um, so, yeah. Josh also loads all the podcasts. He does a lot. He just Yeah. Um, so also our, our Instagram, I think is not, so our podcast is a symbol, the, the ampersand symbol, oh, or no, yeah. it's a plus symbol. Sorry. Our podcast is D plus C podcast, but our Instagram is, it wouldn't let us do a symbol. So it's D and C it's all, you spell yeah. out and so if you, if you're having trouble finding it, that's why it's, you have to spell out and, um, no symbols were allowed during the title. So here we are. <laughs> This hat is changing me. <laughs> it really did. I don't know if it's for the better or not. I don't even know what it is. Oh, it's Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a Supreme guy, sorry. Oh, he has another uh, one. Oh, my God. Why do you have so many hats? What is <laughs> He changed to a fedora. I have a fedora now. I don't know what he... he there's just a bag full of stuff, and I'm just, like, trying it all. <laughs> <laughs> he thought you might like a fedora. <laughs> Maybe. All right. What's next week's episode? <laughs> next week's episode is episode eight. The one where Nana dies twice. Althea. Josh is in charge of that episode. So I am. Her name is Althea. I didn't know that. Because again, yeah. Josh just remembers everything. I do. <laughs> so. All right. Well, this is fun. But yeah, till then. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening. And- and till you go. Nope, nope. It's not mine. <laughs> I'm not doing the notes. Nope. Uh, anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next week. This episode will air on mon- tomorrow, Monday. Tomorrow. The 28th at mm-hmm. 9 a.m. Pacific at Standard 6 a.m. my time. Oh, sorry. Not 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> 
9 a.m. Allison's time on the East Coast. Yeah, so 6 not a.m. Pacific Standard, Standard time. time. 9 a.m. No, my bad. Sorry, I'll be there. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you later. Till then, we'll see you later. <laughs> be kind and help the world suck a little less. Jesus, this is rough. Okay, bye, everyone. <laughs>